morning, everybody, and welcome to Talking Philly Sports with Matty B. I am your host, Matt Benarchek, and it is the Eagles Victory Monday, Monday, October the 11th, 2021. And good morning and welcome to another fun-filled episode of the pod on a <laughs> Eagles Victory Monday. I don't know how it happened. I don't know where it happened. I don't know the the rhyme or the reason, but we're sitting here talking about an Eagle victory yesterday over the Carolina Panthers, 21-18, to down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. And boy, was it an interesting day, to say the least. For those of you who were not privy to watching the game live or to being involved in the play-by-play and seeing the play-by-play and witnessing what was happening on that field, especially in the vaunted first half of that game, or if you just watched the first half of that game and decided probably, I'm I'm sure a lot of people did at that time, that they were done and they were going to switch off and get on about their Sunday and enjoy their day out in the beautiful fall day that it was, you wouldn't have been alone, I'm sure, because I was on the verge of doing that. I was. Because it was pitiful. It was pathetic. It was frustrating. And it strengthened a narrative that I have been on for the last week or so about what this future of Nick Sirianni is with this football team. So to kind of recap this thing, all right, let's let's kind of go through the first half in a very um, nutshelled capacity. So the Eagles are able to get the ball first. The Carolina Panthers win the toss. They defer. And the Eagles take the opening kickoff. Nowhere. <laughs> so the offense, I believe, was three and out. And then the Eagle defense got on the field. and But then they did something that they hadn't done at all this season. They played well. The Eagle defense, for the most part, in this game, kept the Eagles alive. They kept them going. Uh, yes, I, I am saying that. I, I am actually sitting here telling you that the Eagle defense was the reason why the Eagles won this football game. Because the offense was so anemic, so bad. The wide receiver bubble screen which was a play that I guess Nick Sirianni really, really likes because that's all he was running in the first half. They weren't running the ball. They were throwing that little two-yard, three-yard, five-yard hitch pattern uh, to a wide receiver who, of course, would then take it about a yard backwards because the defense smelled the play out before it even started because they, uh, they recognized the formation. It was pathetic. Pathetic, 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 pathetic. But somehow the Eagles managed stay in this thing okay they stayed in this thing (sighs) there was an actual situation in the game where the eagles had an opportunity to actually go up big they actually had an opportunity now carolina actually took the opening drive and they kicked the field goal to go up three nothing but then on the ensuing drive the eagles drove back down the field and had an opportunity now the carolina panthers were aided on that opening drive by another two Eagle penalties on the defense. One was a personal foul. One of two personal fouls called on Alex Singleton on the day. They were were aided, but the Eagles defense stiffened, and it was a field goal. 
right? The next drive, when the Eagles had the ball, they went down the field, and they actually got themselves into a a, a goal-to-go situation on, like, the two-yard line. And on a fourth down play, how many times have we seen this so far this season? On a fourth down play, the Eagles decided to go for it, which I was wholly, wholly in favor of. They needed to. They needed to, to do something. They go for it. It's a beautiful little play to Devontae Smith. Touchdown in the end zone. 6-3 Eagles. Hold everything. Greg Ward, who is now there, – there are certain things about this season that have become – that weren't noticeable in years past that are now noticeable. And the offensive pick – Pass interference play has now become one of those things. The Eagles have executed it, at least in my opinion, three times. Because the first time they executed it was down in Atlanta. Zachers executed it correctly, was not flagged for it. But then we've seen it executed incorrectly over the last couple weeks. And the Eagles got flagged for it. So obviously, it's a play that he uses a lot, right? Well, the touchdown came off the board. Eagles settled for a field goal, 3-3. Three to three. The score would go to 10-3, to three, and the score would get into the second quarter as well. Basically, it was – the offense was going nowhere. The defense was hanging in there. But if it had been any other quarterback other than Sam Darnold, this game would have been over in the second quarter. This game would have been over at halftime. The, the halftime score was 15-6. Eagles went into half down 15-6. If this had been any other quarterback, and mind you, Christian McCaffrey was not in this game. He did not play. So maybe if we even sprinkle in Christian McCaffrey, this game would have been over at halftime. But as it was, it was not. Sam Darnold is god-awful. A god-awful quarterback. (laughs) God-awful. So 15-6 at the half. Eagles come back out, and it was nothing. And on social media, listen, I I took umbrage. I took honor at halftime of that game because I was trolling Twitter and listening and watching and reading, and everybody started. The Nick Sirianni fire bus began to fill up. I was sitting on that bus pretty much alone, but all of a sudden, by the actions of that half, we were at max capacity. I was hearing everything from he is pathetic. He, you know, what, what, what is exactly his game plan? Is it the same game plan? He just rolls out week to week to week. I mean, I was walking around the living room of my home, like a proud peacock. Like I got it right. This guy is incompetent. This guy is a fool. An in season coaching change is not so foreign. But then the Eagles came out in the second half. And now the second half, you could see from the very beginning, the adjustments had been made. Sirianni was no longer throwing the ball laterally. He was throwing it vertically. They weren't running the ball yet, but the passing game was being opened up a little bit. They were utilizing Jalen Hurts in the in the rollouts and the draw plays. They began to kind of break out a little bit. But still, they were getting in their own way. They were getting in their own way. The Eagles committed six penalties yesterday, which in relation to what the season's been is really good. It brings up their grand total to 50 on the season, which is not good. But when you look at when you look at the actual penalties of this team, the way they've been just 
hammered with penalties throughout the season. Six on the day is not bad. So improvements on that on that front. Let's talk about the defense and the turnovers. They were able to force three turnovers yesterday. Three turnovers the Eagle defense was able to force yesterday, which brings their grand total up now for five on the season. Darius Slay, no play Slay, two interceptions, and Steven Nelson with one other interception. Listen, I got to give them the props where they deserve them. The defense stepped it up, regardless of who the opponent was. They stepped it up. They could have disappeared at halftime. I don't think anybody would have fought, would have had any fault in that. I know I wouldn't have. I was looking at this thing getting away from them. The only thing, again, the only reason why it wasn't 28, 32, nothing, or 32, six, or whatever at, at the half was because of the opponent and the quarterback. But still, it's the NFL. They had to come together at some point at halftime and say, enough's enough. We had to make the adjustments and we got to go out there and execute. And they did. And they found themselves in a position at the end of the game trailing by five with an opportunity to get the ball back. They were down 18-13 to get the ball back. And then on a play that happened earlier in the season where this it was Greg Ward at this point coming free to make a play, this time T.J. Edwards had the same opportunity on a punt. He came free, made a play. This time he made the play. Blocked the punt. Eagles recover. A few plays later, they're in the end zone. It's 19-13. They go for two make it 21-18, and, on, and, and up, end up hanging on for the victory to push the record to 2-3 and three and to send the city of Philadelphia into euphoria on this Monday morning here in the Delaware Valley. But let's pump the brakes, okay? Let's not fall back into that trap. This team has still got a lot of problems. This team has still got a lot of issues. Certain players are now stepping up into the forefront of incompetency. As I mentioned, Alex Singleton, Two personal foul penalties. Derek Barnett did not get a personal foul penalty yesterday. Fletcher Cox got a sack. Yes, he did. So there were some positives, but this team is still a big old, big old work in progress as we get ready for a showdown at the link on Thursday night football against the defending world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who put up like a 45 spot on the uh, Dolphins yesterday. So the euphoria that we're feeling right now which you should feel good. They won. That's what the, the, the end state is. They won. But the euphoria that you're going to feel now may bleed away over the next 72 hours when we see what, again, this team really is against an NFL, and I do the air quote thing here, elite. So busy day here on the pod. We kind of talked that, but the main reason why we are here today is I finally was able to get my, my hockey guy, my Flyers guy, Matt Stinger, and I were able to finally get this thing together. We are going to deep dive. You know, I, I want maybe when I use the word deep dive, it conjures up a, a, a an image. But we're going to dive into the Flyers. We're going to dive into what what we believe the Flyers are this season. What some of the moves that they made throughout the offseason might mean for this team, and what we think that may happen to them this year. We're going to sprinkle in some other things as well. So. That is the main reason why we are here. But enjoy your day today, Philadelphia. The Eagles won. It's a good day to be an Eagle fan. It's a good day to be a Philadelphia. It's always a good day to be a Philadelphia sports fan. Hell. But enjoy your moment here in Philadelphia. And come right on back to part two, three, and I believe four of this podcast as I will 
me and Matt will kind of talk it up with Flyers hockey as we get ready for the opening of the Flyers season here on Friday. And, of course, we got Eagles Buccaneers to talk about here on Thursday. That's probably going to be coming at you on Wednesday. Busy week here on the pod. Stick around. Come right on back and check out the Matt Stinger interview.